Hi, I'm Nathan Parker, senior pastor here at Woodmont Baptist Church, and we're so glad you're going to join us this morning for our special Christmas music, Celebrate, Rejoice, and Sing. This time of year is a special time for all of us to remember what the reason for the season is, that Jesus Christ our Lord came to earth as a baby to rescue us all. We hope that you enjoyed this special presentation of Celebrate, Rejoice, and Sing.
<laughs> Thank you, choir and orchestra. Welcome this morning to a very special occasion here at Woodmont Baptist Church. It's our annual Christmas music uh, presentation. Celebrate, rejoice, and sing. And no matter what you have going on in your world, no matter where you're coming from today, today we all have something to celebrate. We have the birth of our Savior who came to earth to save us all and to rescue us to make everything new once again, and to restore all creation back to himself. For that reason, we celebrate today. All month long, we've been in the book of Revelation, and we're going to be in Revelation throughout Advent season, studying about how Jesus not only came as a baby 2,000 years ago, but he's coming again. And at the end of Revelation, I'm going to go ahead and skip to the end right now, okay? In chapter 19, it talks about the Lamb of God and the marriage of the Lamb and the bride, the church, the people of God coming together with Jesus Christ, our Savior. It says this, Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters and like the sound of mighty peals of thunder crying out, Hallelujah! For the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come. So this morning we celebrate, we exult, we rejoice, not only the fact that God came to earth as a baby boy, but also that God's coming again to reunite himself with us in a beautiful marriage, uh, a ceremony of God himself in the flesh and his bride, the church, adorned just for him. So this morning we pray that your, your hearts will be encouraged by what you hear, that you'll leave this place full of the real reason for this season, that Jesus Christ will reign in our hearts as we leave this place to go forth today. Let us bow our heads now in a word of prayer. Lord God, we thank you for this wonderful occasion. We thank you for the musicians and the, the singers and, and for Richard and Carol and Nathan and everyone who's put in so much work to bring us this special presentation today. Lord, we pray that your name would be lifted high. That even those of us who have anxiety and have worries and have sickness or pain or, or, or fears that we hold in our hearts today, we pray that all of that would pale in comparison to our joy over you, our Savior. We pray that you would enable our hearts to sing and to celebrate and rejoice as we remember that you loved us so much that you sent your only Son to be uh, death for us, to put on flesh and become like us, and was obedient even unto death on a cross. For that, God, we lift up our hearts to you in praise this morning. We pray that you would take great delight in the sounds that we make in this place and here this morning, O oh God, and that we would leave this place as Christmas people ready to be the incarnation of Christ to the world, the hands and feet of Christ as the bride and the body of Jesus to a world that desperately needs it. We pray all these things in your high and your holy name, the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. I've already met so many guests here today, and just want to invite you, if you're a guest, to be sure and fill out the little connection card in the pew rack in front of you. Also, if you don't have a small group, there's little small group cards in front of you. You can find out uh, where you can join a group, uh, join a class, and, and do life together. We're, we're really big on that here at Woodmont. I told our guests that you're visiting today, you're in for a treat today, I'm not even preaching, so you're really going to enjoy today's service, but uh, we hope to see you back again. Now we're going to observe the Advent candle. Hear the word of the Lord from Ephesians 2, 12 through 14. Remember that you were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off, 
have been brought near by bl the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. Before Christ, there was a wall that existed, a barrier between God and humanity. The sins of the people kept them in a state of hostility toward God and even with each other. But when God came to earth and the flesh is the Prince of Peace, he changed all that forever. Through his life among us, his atoning death, and his glorious resurrection, he has removed the enmity that has existed between God and humans since the fall of creation. Through Christ, we now can have perfect peace that passes understanding both with God and with our fellow humanity. He has made us one with himself in a peaceful union, and he has united us to one another in the bond of peace. Hymn 82, not hymn 82, light the light, the fire of life. May we stand together as we sing. can really sap the fun and the joy out of this time of year. I know so many of us grown-ups have been burdened by all the stresses and all the, the worries that come along with adulting every day, and that can hinder us from really seeing and savoring the wonder and the beauty of Christmas season. So if we're going to truly celebrate, rejoice, and sing properly this morning, then we must see Christmas through the eyes of a child. In Luke chapter 18, verse 17, Jesus says, Truly I say unto you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall never enter it. So I want you to all share with me this morning a book that we read to our own children several times called the Jesus 
Storybook Bible by Sally Lloyd-Jones. May your heart receive these words this morning like a child on Christmas Day. The Bible isn't a book of rules. It's not a book of heroes. The Bible is most of all a story. It's an adventure story about a young hero who comes from a far country to win back his lost treasure. It's a love story about a brave prince who leaves his palace, his throne, everything to rescue the one he loves. It's like the most wonderful of fairy tales that has come true in real life. You see, the, the best thing about this story is it's true. There are lots of stories in the Bible, but all the stories are telling one big story. The story of how God loves his children and comes to rescue them. It takes the whole Bible to tell this story. And at the center of the story, there is a baby. Every story in the Bible whispers his name. He's like the missing piece in a puzzle. The piece that makes all the other pieces fit together. And suddenly you can see a beautiful picture. And this is no ordinary baby. This is the child upon whom everything would depend. Unto us a child is born 
message that God gave to Isaiah. It was like a letter that he wrote to his little children. Dear little flock, you've all been wandering away from me like sheep in an open field. You have always been running away from me and now you're lost. You can't find your way back. But I can't stop loving you. I will come to find you. So, I am sending you a shepherd to look after you and love you, to carry you home to me. You've been stumbling around like people in a dark room, but into the darkness a bright light will shine. It will chase away all the shadows like sunshine. A little baby will be born, a royal son. His mommy will be a young girl who doesn't have a husband. His name will be Emmanuel, which means God has come to live with us. He is one of King David's children's children's children, the Prince of Peace. Yes, someone is going to come and rescue you, but he won't be who anyone expects.
This is our offertory hymn, Joy to the World, the Lord has come. It's hymn 102. So deacons, you can come forward and then we'll be led in prayer by Dennis Robbins. Let's stand together as we sing, Joy to the World, the Lord has come. thank you so much for this day. I thank you for this time that we can come together and worship you through song. I thank you for the many gifts that you've given us and in this particular season I especially thank you for the ultimate gift of your son. Lord I pray that you would help us respond to your gifts by giving a portion back to you as well as giving of our time and talents and money to in the service of others. Lord also I'm aware that there are people in our congregation that are grieving the loss of loved ones, people that are uh, in pain and, and suffering from illness. Lord, I pray that you'll comfort those that are grieving, and I pray that you'll provide physical healing to those that are sick. I ask these things in your name. Amen.
Everything was ready. The moment that God had been waiting for was here at last. God was coming to help his people just as he promised in the beginning. But how? How would he come? What would he be like? What would he do? Mountains would have bowed down. Seas would have roared. Trees would have clapped their hands. But the earth held its breath as silent as snow falling in the darkness he came. There was a young girl who was engaged to a man named Joseph. Joseph was the great, 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 great grandson of King David. One morning, this girl was minding her own business when suddenly a great warrior of light appeared right there in her bedroom. He was Gabriel, and he was an angel, a special messenger from heaven. When she saw the tall, shining man standing there, Mary was frightened. You don't need to be scared, Gabriel said. God is very happy with you. Mary looked around to see if perhaps he was talking to someone else. Mary, Gabriel said, and he laughed with such gladness that Mary's eyes filled with sudden tears. Mary, you're going to have a baby, a little boy. You will call him Jesus. He is God's own son. He is the one. He's the rescuer. The God who flung planets into space and kept them whirling around and around. The God who made the universe with just a word. The one who could do anything at all. Was coming down. Making himself small as a baby. But wait, God was sending a baby to rescue the world? But it's too wonderful, said Mary, and her heart was beating hard. How could it be true? Is anything too wonderful for God? asked Gabriel. So Mary trusted God even more that, that he could do more than what her eyes could see. And she believed. I am God's servant, she said. Whatever God says, I will do. Sure enough, it was just as the angel had said. <clears throat> Nine months later, Mary was almost ready to have her baby. Now Mary and Joseph had to take a trip to Bethlehem, the town that King David was from. But when they reached the little town, they found every room was full. Every bed was taken. Go away, said the innkeepers. There isn't any place for you. Where would they stay? Soon Mary's baby would come. They couldn't find anywhere except an old, tumble-down stable. So they stayed where the cows and the donkeys and the horses stayed. And there in the stable, 
amongst the chickens, the donkeys, and the cows, in the quiet of the night, God gave the world His wonderful gift. The baby that would change the world was born. His baby son. Mary and Joseph wrapped Him up to keep Him warm. They made a soft bed of straw and used the animal's feeding trough as His cradle. And they gazed in wonder at God's great gift wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Mary and Joseph named Him Jesus, Emmanuel, which means God has come to live with us because, of course, He had.
About the same time that Jesus was born, another baby was born. His name was John. And God had a special job for him. John was going to get everybody ready for Jesus. So God sent John to tell people something important. Stop running away from God and run to Him instead, John said. You need to be rescued, and I have good news. The Rescuer is coming. Make your hearts ready for Him. Yes, get ready, because your King is coming back for you. Great crowds listened to John. They were sorry they had sinned, and they wanted to stop running away from God. They wanted to be rescued. So John baptized them, which means he plunged them in and out of the water. This showed that they wanted to follow God and begin a whole new kind of life. One day, John was baptizing people in the Jordan River, as usual, when he looked up and saw a man walking down to the water's <coughs> edge. God spoke quietly to John. This is the one. John's heart leapt. It was the moment he'd been waiting for all his life. Look, John said, as Jesus came down into the water, but his voice came out as a whisper. He couldn't make it any louder. It was all he could do to even speak. The Lamb of God. God's best Lamb who takes away the sins of the world. Thank you. 
powerful way this morning. The Spirit of the Lord is here and with us now. I would ask that if you are, uh, are, are hearing the Word of the Lord speak to you this morning, that you respond. If you've never given your life to Christ for the first time, we're going to have a song of invitation now. I'll be here at the front to receive you. Maybe you need to make Woodmont Baptist Church your church home and join today. Maybe you just need to come and pray and you need someone to talk to. I'll be here for that as well. The, the book of Revelation has this theme all throughout it that says, Hear, let him who has ears to hear listen to these words. Hear. We're going to sing, Hark, the herald angels sing. Do you hear what God is saying to you this morning? Is your heart closed off to the Holy Spirit? Or is it open to hear what He has for you today? Let's stand and sing our hymn of invitation this morning. Hark, the herald's angels sing. And I encourage you to listen for His voice. And if you need to respond, I'll be here to receive you this morning.
Amen. We've had one who's responded. You can have a seat real quick. just want to introduce to you uh, very briefly here. This is Lori Martin. Lori, you can fill that card out later. Come on up here. Stand with me. Lori is coming. She's been coming on Wednesday nights for a long time now. And Sunday morning, she's been in the SALT class, I believe. Uh, is Jamie here? Will you come stand with her and someone else from the SALT class, maybe? And who's our deacon of the week? Pam, please come up here. That'd be great. Uh, who's our deacon this week? Who's uh, excellent? It's a choir member. You stay there because we need you to sing. <laughs> Pam, please come up here. Lori's been through a lot, but she's ready to make this her church home and be a part of what God's doing here at Woodland Baptist Church. So if you're excited about Lori and having her as a, a member of our church family and she's ready to make this her home, she said, it's time to make this my home. And God's really doing some amazing things in her heart and in her life. And it just amazes me how the Holy Spirit moves. So if you're affirming what God's doing in her heart and her life and you're ready to receive Laurie as a member of our community, of our church family, and you're going to commit to wrap your arms around her and pray for her and love her and support her and encourage her because we all need it and she needs it and she's knowing that and she's, she's here for that. So if you'll say amen at this time. Amen. Excellent. Thank you, Lori. These people are ready to receive you. They're ready to embrace you and be your church family. Okay, I mean that. All right. You're going to want to come by after the service and shake her hand, give her a hug, get to know Lori and her family, and hear about what God's doing in her life. You can have a seat here, Lori. Richard, I think uh, we definitely owe a debt of gratitude to this is Richard's 21st Christmas music here at Woodmont Baptist Church. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and let's hear it for the choir, too, and these musicians as well. Thank you, choir and musicians, orchestra. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, stand up. Take a bow. Absolutely. Thank you. Just remain standing. I love being a pastor in this town because we got awesome music all the time. This guy, David Davidson, the, the, the concert master, played on every record that I loved in the 90s as a kid growing up. So it's just amazing <laughs> to be in this town and have this kind of talent here. It's true. It's true. So uh, if, I'm just so excited about what God's doing here at our church. Richard's going to actually close us out with one last song so you can be seated for that. Yes. I'll be in the back to receive any visitors this, this afternoon.